All right. I want to talk about rationality. Um, I think rationality is complex and easy to get wrong, uh, but I think it pays dividends to hard work. I think that insights exist, but they're hard to share. So instead of insights, I'm going to talk about paths and next actions. In particular, I'm going to talk about how I think you can use experts and community, feedback and review, and charity and realism towards your future self. So, talk structure. I have a lot to say about rationality. Sorry, I'm going to... Uh, but I think it's very difficult to usefully convey much of that in 20 minutes. I've been a careful student of rationality for my whole adult life, which is kind of enough time to make significant progress, but far from enough time to master the subject. I think, um, like many things, one of the key determinants of how well you'll perform in a project is whether you can stay on the rails and actually do the work. Uh, so I've picked three major things that I want to talk about because I hope they'll be useful, but also because I think that they have this follow-the-rails character rather than a navigate-the-wilderness character. Um, before I launch into these subjects, I want to resolve my, what might be one of the sources of difficulty interpreting this talk. I think this is very consistent with the interpretation that Anna and Ben have of rationality. But... I think people mean very different things when they hear the word rationality. And so in this talk on rationality, I'm going to instead use the word effectiveness. I think this switch isn't entirely unprincipled because a significant swath of this community uh, has the concept of instrumental rationality, by which they mean something like the art of choosing and implementing actions that steer the future towards outcomes ranked higher in one's preferences. That doesn't really roll off the tongue very well. So maybe something more like how best to advance your goals given your resources or effectiveness. Um, I think the, the, the closeness between instrumental rationality and effectiveness is part of the reason that uh, the effective altruism movement is so interested in rationality. But I think having swapped out the word rationality for the word effectiveness in this talk, I've dodged a number of bullets. But I may have bumped into another one. I want to draw a really, really uh, stark distinction between effectiveness and efficiency. Uh, I think that doing the right things and doing things right are not at all the same. And I think doing the right things is significantly more important than doing, doing things right. Um, I, think that, I think that I'm going to talk about effectiveness. And that's how I'm going to spell effectiveness. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm going to talk about things that I hope have rails guiding you forward. Uh, and for each of these paths, I'm going to share some of my personal experiences. I'm going to suggest some ways that you might uh, in, interpret each path in the context of this event um, and make some general comments about how that path might apply to the rest of your life.
let's talk about experts and community. So skills are a critical building block in increasing your effectiveness, increasing your instrumental rationality. There are many, miles, but many paths to, to skill acquisition, but remember that quote, doing the right things is not the same as doing things right. So if we can find some tricks that help us to find the right things, the high-impact things, that'll be awesome. A great way of finding the right things is finding things that highly effective people seem to be doing that others aren't doing. Uh, I humbly suggest that you identify people who seem to know important things that you don't know, uh, and people who seem to be at the heart of making really effective things happen. Um, so those are the things, and those are the experts, and those are the communities that you could join. I humbly suggest that people who are growing and communities who seem to be getting more effective are more useful than people who have static skills because that meta skill of acquiring skills is at the core of your personal growth to make yourself more effective, to make yourself more instrumentally rational. Uh, and I think that when you identify a community that you think might be able to help you, um, helping the community is really useful. I think that there are many ways that you can make sure that the communities you interact with are really good at giving you the things you want and giving the other people in the communities the things that they want. So I think that, that our, our communities should really try to help us to become more effective, and us helping them really helps. So how have I traveled this path? How, how have I used experts and community to my, to my benefit? Uh, in the ancient, the ancient uh, world, I found this very interesting dude, Elias Yudkowsky, uh, on the internet, um, in particular on Robin Hanson's blog, Overcoming Bias. He put out a call to improve his personal website, which I think, you know, it could stand to be improved at that stage. Uh, so we, my, my company, Underbid, uh, everyone else who was looking for the job, <laughs> uh, and arguably improve the website. I, I found this expert, this person I wanted to learn things from, and I engaged with him. I looked for a way to help him. And this led for an opportunity to, an opportunity, um, to develop and host Less Wrong, the community blog, which I'm actually pretty pleased with. <laughs> I think uh, Less Wrong's had a role in some very impressive projects. And through this connection, uh, TriCaps has had an opportunity to, to provide IT help and support to CIFAR, Mary, Overcoming Bias, now hosts Slate Star Codex. Super happy about that. AI Impacts, uh, Web Design for Future of Life Institute. I think these are all awesome groups that are doing awesome things. And while our part in helping them to exist has been really small, we have had that part. And the benefits that I've derived and the benefits that, that my community has derived from these these uh, communities existing, these, these people being able to do the things that they can do have been massively more than the, the cost of, of helping them. How else have I traveled this path? Tim Ferriss is uh, an author, an entrepreneur, and an all-around interesting guy. But when I first came across him, I found him just incredibly abrasive, really annoying. I read the four-hour work week, and it was utterly clear to me that he was optimizing for vastly different goals than the goals that I was optimizing for. 
But this dude is seriously effective. This dude is engaged in the project of finding other effective people and trying to make their tricks available to the world. And pushing through my early discomfort in engaging with this expert led me to at least polyphasic sleep. So I used to sleep seven hours and 40 minutes a day on average. I now average about four and a half hours through this sort of sleep cycle. And over the four and a half years I've been doing that, I've picked up 5,000 hours that I wouldn't otherwise had of, of productive time. Um, I also picked up from Tim Ferriss high-intensity interval training. And I'm, I've always lived my life in my brain rather than my body. I'm not interested in getting fit in order to be strong or attractive. But, but my brain <laughs> runs in my body. <laughs> and it's been really useful. There have been, for me, massive dividends to making the, the support structure for my brain work better, um, optimizing diet, optimizing these meaty things. Um, <laughs> try it, even if you also live in your brain rather than your body. How else have I traveled this path? Um, my, my home community, the, my, my day job is Bellroy, and we've worked really hard on making the Bellroy team not a place that is comfortable and easy, but a place that is challenging. These guys are all world-class at what they do, and this is a group that is all of us interested in making, making all of us more effective. And you don't, you don't often find communities like that, especially not communities of very, very close collaborators like that, but you can make them. Um, what might you take into account looking for experts and communities here? So, the EA movement is a community, and you can engage, but it's a community that has many people and groups that have knowledge that, if it's not secret, certainly isn't widely known. Search for the people in this movement, here at this event, that seem to have special skills or special knowledge, and work out how you can engage with them in order to try to work out what their tricks are. I could share some groups or people here who I thought were particularly interesting, but I'm not going to do that. Um, instead, you guys should go and find them. You should see who you turn up, and if you haven't found at least five really interesting people by midday tomorrow, come and talk to me and share your incomplete list of in interesting people, and I'll fill it out for you. Um, how might you travel this path afterwards? So uh, you guys all got uh, sign up information for the Effective Altruism uh, community. If you haven't, you should join that. That'll put interesting emails into your inboxes. Um, the Less Wrong and Effective Altruism communities both have meetups all over the world. And if you don't have one close to you, you can start one. And CIFAR run really great workshops. Um, and you can, if you, if you don't have the, the headspace right now to sign up for a workshop, um, you can go to their website, say right now, and sign up to their newsletter. And that'll keep reaching out to you and poking you to see if you can find an opportunity to go to one of the workshops. I, by the way, have no financial interest in CIFAR, which is a non-profit organization. Um, I think they're awesome. Um, and 
buddy up. I think Ben suggested coaching. I think coaching is really great. Uh, find somebody who you can either pay for their time or somebody who you can just buddy up with and really explicitly make increasing your effectiveness a goal. And I think if you actively surround yourself with people and experts uh, who you can continually get ideas from, then you'll kind of be, you'll surround yourself with, with ways to hold yourself on the rails and continue this project. So next, feedback and review. Uh, I think that skills are one of the building blocks of uh, effectiveness, but uh, actually doing things, actually trying things is one of the others. And when you try things, uh, you will fail. I, I think uh, Ben and I are in, in very strong agreement about this, and we're talking about some of the same things. Um, so, ancient wisdom. If at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Um, let's dive in. If at first you don't succeed. So, in order to know whether you're succeeding or not, you have to have some sort of measure of success. You need to know what success is going to look like. Um, so you can check whether it's happened yet. And even better than just telling you what it looks like, ideally you'll have some sort of measure of success that tells you how close you are. The difference between warmer, warmer, no, cooler, and no, 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 is vast. One of them will help you zoom in on the target, and one of them will just tell you you're not there yet. But I think it turns out that measurement is a deep art, and I can't recommend this book enough. I also have no financial interest in, uh, in this book, but it's completely awesome. Um, so I think if you've decided what success is going to look like and how you're going to tell whether you've got there, um, I think you also need to know when you should have got there, when you should have seen indications of progress. Um, so, this is good. You have a timeline and a review date. Uh, you know what success is going to look like, and you know when the first indications of success should have shown up. And then sometimes you hit an opportunity for, for improvement. You work out that you, you didn't make it. You've, you've, uh, you've failed. So what does the ancient wisdom encourage us to do? Try, try again. As written, this is really dumb. Um, if you did a thing and it didn't have the effect you wanted, don't just do it again. <laughs> think, think about why it didn't work um, and develop a model. Uh, check your plan against your model of the thing and look for a way to explain what actually happened and try to come up with a better plan. Now, noise is a real thing. So there are some times when your model says, I'm going to try and it's going to work. And there are some times where your model says, I'm going to try and it's going to work maybe three times out of five. That's cool, that's great, but if that's the case, you need to keep count and you need to work out when you failed enough times that your model is clearly broken and then you need to go back and, and check your model. So when you hit those opportunities for improvement, try to find out what failed and why and come up with a new plan that you actually expect to work. How have I traveled this path? I think uh, cognitive bias and rationality itself. Um, identifying biases is one pretty significant tool in, in rationality. Uh, there's a great study in the heurist biases in heuristics literature that uh, teaches a group all about biases and they get much, much better at detecting biases in other people, but not at all better at detecting biases in themselves. I think uh, when you start to try to improve something like this in yourself and you search and fail to find biases in yourself, it could be like there's a world in which you are a master 
and you're not finding them because the biases aren't there. But a much more reasonable prior is that you're making mistakes. You are subject to bias. And if you don't find them, identify how you're searching because they probably are there. And once you start to find them, even then, this is really tricky. But, but I think identifying what the characteristics of the problem are and what it should look like when you're trying is, uh, is pretty useful. How else have I tried? I think uh, Anki is a really great review process. This is a spaced repetition uh, package, open source and multi-platform. Uh, when you decide on something that should happen, some change in your behavior that should increase your effectiveness, something that should improve the way you interface with the world, stick it at Anki and run your Anki deck every day and it'll bug you about the thing until you've mastered it and then it'll bug you much less often and much less often and it'll get out of your way uh, but it'll keep you on the rails. Uh, what might you keep in mind at this conference? Uh, many opportunities where you'll decide that you should do something differently or follow up on a lead, write it down, put a review date in, put it in your calendar, do something to capture the intention to improve and make sure that you will start the review process so that you can make sure you actually do improve. Uh, and after this, consider a daily habit like Anki, um, consider reading how to measure anything. Uh, when your review system turns up something that's failing, don't let yourself propose try again unless you have a principled model of the thing that has a failure rate in it and you're under that, under that failure rate. Um, don't let yourself just try again unless your model actually predicts that you should have to try again a few times. And I think doing that, putting those sort of reviews and checks and that sort of disciplined feedback around your processes will act like rails to, to hold you on the path to improvement. Next, I want to talk about charity and realism towards your future self. So if skills and actually trying to do things are building blocks to increasing your effectiveness, increasing your instrumental rationality, uh, failure is not one of the building blocks of of effectiveness, but it is something that's almost certainly going to happen along the path. If you continue to fail, if you have your review in place and, and the system didn't work, and so you try again and it didn't work, go meta on the problem. Try to work out what you're expecting of yourself that isn't working. One of the really common ways that a system like this fails is that you meant to do the thing, you intended to do the thing, and you just kind of didn't do the thing. And I think a really common reason for that is that you push responsibilities out onto future you. And when you become future you, kind of look back and say, past you, why didn't you do these? Like, you could have done these. Why are you expecting me to? And I think that relationship between future you and present you, and present you developing some sort of reasonable expectation, some sort of reasonable model of what future you is actually capable of doing is extremely useful. Um, I think there's some really interesting information on tinyhabits.com about this process of really starting small and learning about yourself and your approach to acquiring habits and skills that's really worth pursuing. So how have I... Uh, uh, followed this path. Um, intermittent fasting is another one of my habits. Uh, it's been really good. Turns out that eating food takes a lot of time, and if you skip meals, um, you get a lot of time back, which is really great. But it also has really positive uh, effects on just sort of stability of focus and all sorts of other things if you're doing uh, 
if, if you're eating the right sort of thing. But the, the gold standard in intermittent fasting is alternate day fasting, which is really hard. Like that involves not eating for a whole day at the start of the project. So a different variant of uh, intermittent fasting is skip breakfast. And it's relatively easy to do. Um, have lunch as normal, and then have lunch but a bit later. And then have lunch but a bit later than that. And eventually, keep pushing your lunch out until it merges with your dinner. And then you basically have this very narrow window of eating in any given day. This has all sorts of interesting health benefits. Um, but it also has a really gradual on-ramp. If it's not working, if you find yourself really, really hungry at midday, you can try different things for breakfast, for, 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 for dinner the night before. You can, you can play with it. And, and so that the character of that style of approach to intermittent fasting is much easier than alternate day fasting. Uh, touch typing. I, um, uh, touch typing is great, um, but I wasn't learning. I noticed I wasn't learning. I downloaded software, and I didn't use it. I uh, downloaded Typing of the Dead, which is awesome. This is one of those. Uh, House of the Dead was a, an arcade game, uh, one of those light gun arcade games. And then I don't know if you can see, but this dude's like a, uh, a secret agent with a keyboard. And as, as you type the words on the zombies, it's like shooting them. Anyway, this looked like it was going to be really great fun, and so I tried this, and I didn't play the game often enough, so I wasn't learning to type. So I got my keyboard and a power tool, and I ground all the keys off my keyboard. And that worked really well. There was a couple of pretty unpleasant days there, but at the, at the end of those days, I made myself touch type. So this is not exactly a great example of being charitable towards your future self. <laughs> but it is a good example of modeling your future self and what you can expect of of, of your future self, and this worked. So here, uh, all this stuff is being recorded, right? You, you probably don't need to take notes. Future you can deal with that. Future you can watch the recordings. But maybe future you is going to be busy, um, maybe, concentrating really hard in these talks and extracting concrete actions from them, extracting reviews and reasonable time frames for when you might do things, and then putting them in the calendar on your phone this could be really useful. Um, this could be fairer on future you. Uh, and track and review not just your progress on your individual projects, but also on the meta project completion project. Um, thank you. <laughs>